The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Gigaloads. Yes, Gigaloads. Had a good time on this one. Um, folks wanted us to talk about The Mandalorian, uh, Season 2, Episode 1. We're not going to do that. Uh, we're going to do that on our Patreon, because uh, we don't want any spoilers. We want to make sure that you've seen it, so we can talk about it. And that will be on our Patreon sometime this week. All right, so uh, if you want to join the Patreon, hey, we'd love to have you. And thank you for the folks who have joined us. Uh, it's, it's some extra stuff, and uh, it's very affordable. Three fifty. I mean, come on, three fifty. Go to uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com, and it'll take you right there. All right? So uh, know that that will be coming on our Patreon this week. Uh, but uh, this podcast will continue to be for free, thanks to our sponsors. And we want to thank them, of course, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, uh, celebrating their 30th anniversary. Yay! Hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Haster Games. Uh, they're still doing uh, the drive-up service. If that's what you want, you can just go to hastergames.com, buy your stuff, and then go down to the store. Call them when you get there, and they'll bring it out to you if you're uncomfortable going in the store. But uh, the store is open at 6831 South State. And, uh, you know, great time to be staying inside and playing board games from Haster Games. Uh, don't forget, Haster has it. 6831 South State, locally owned and operated. All right. So uh, thank you very much for that. All right, let's get to this episode. The name of the episode was going to be Hot Connery, but uh, Gigaloads came along and <laughs> it had to be called Gigaloads. You'll find out. We had a good time doing this. Jay couldn't make it, but uh, he sends his best. And he'll be here next week, hopefully. All right, let's get to it. Gigaloads, please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement, the bunker, the <laughs> the uh, the torture chamber, whatever you uh, happen to the, be. I I'm in a dojo. In the dojo. <laughs> Cobra Kai dojo. Welcome to the dojo. I'm in uh, a haunted United Colors of Benetton. <laughs> United Colors of Benetton? Yeah, it's haunted. What it, and you're also in like 1982? Yes. <laughs> I was happy that he was able to find one. Yeah, well, they're, they're everywhere. You just have to know where to look. <laughs> He's in a haunted United Colors of Benetton. He is Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi. Hi, I've got a fitted t-shirt with a pocket. I just don't know why they put pockets and on And it cost sense. $50. $50, $1982. Scary. That's scary. $50, $1982. In today money, that's $168,000. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you adjust for inflation, $50 shirt in 1982 would cost you about 120 bucks right now. Well, yeah. you know. Look at the big brands on Lee. Yeah. I made that I think all he's up. Making it up. <laughs> uh, so I'm not. I don't have anything cool to plug. But tonight I'm actually pulling the plug on the Facebooks. Oh, you're oh, deleting your Facebook, huh? I'm Getting not not there, even huh? putting it on pause. I'm deleting the fucker. I already migrated Geek Show Fed over to Discord, 
So like 30 people came with me, which is cool. And uh, I I just read some stuff from the guy that that they say created virtual reality and some of the stuff that he's been talking about, about Mm -hmm. social networks and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is ugly shit. So um, I'm pulling the plug. This can be interesting. Just warning everybody here that Lee is leaving Facebook. Right. And you you should watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Yes. Scare scare the uh, fuck out of you. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, this is Lee, this is how the world ends. Is is what that should be called. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee, I'm just gonna. So I'm gonna have to directly text you. 722 yes. memes a day. Oh yeah, that's right. How am I gonna get a hold of you? How am I gonna uh, get a hold? Oh, of you? All right, now? that's the only way we can talk to you. That's he the can only keep way that... messenger. He can no, keep messenger. No, I don't think you can. I've done some research, and what I'm gonna do is revert to the Edwardian practice of calling cards. So send your man to the door with a calling card. <laughs> And I will send my man with my response. It's going to yeah, be great. I mean, that's the that's only it. way we've been able to get a hold of you is in Facebook Messenger. So, No, I think All I right. can actually keep Messenger without Facebook. Yes, so. we'll have to do some research. And if I can't, fuck it. The world's coming to an end anyway. We can, we can switch to Discord. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Discord's just, nice. There's no a, advertising. No one's selling app, anything. You know, yeah. just All a right. different app we install. I can set it up. We'll figure it out. Tony will set it up. He's quad T. Too tall. Tony... Hey. Trill, too tall. Trill, Tony. Yeah, I'll set it up with my brand new in, in Nvidia RTX 3090 graphics card that I finally oh. got. What is oh. your graphics card gonna do to set up a Discord server? It doesn't matter. I just wanted to shoehorn in the fact that I finally got my graphics card that I've been trying to get. <laughs> he's just, he's just being a braggart now. Fucking uh, show yeah. off. Ch- check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the gadget spot where I talk more about my NVIDIA RTX 3090 that I finally got. Oh. You know what we call the NVIDIA 3090 graphics card around here? Really expensive. One and a too- half mortgage payments. Yeah, too expensive, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't buy this because I'm smart with my money, Lee. <laughs> Never claimed to be. Never claimed to be, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi. I like I like putting stuff in terms of like how much mortgage payment it is. Um, we got we now have two VR systems at our house, so we Whoa. just got our Valve Index, mm. and because we've been so busy, it sat in our um, entryway in the delivery box for about a week. Uh, finally set it up though, and I haven't played it yet, but I've watched. My fiance play Half Life Alex and oh, that game's so cool. Whew, that game way cool. <laughs> yeah, that that's the VR killer app right there. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Uh, he doesn't cotton to no video games. He's Shannon Burns and everybody. You know. <laughs> <laughs> The most That's VR a- Shannon has done is his baby Yoda doll. That's a text yeah. tone. I want that as a text tone. With, with you, know. you know, text comes in from Shannon. I want it to go. You know. <laughs> in these uncertain times, isn't it great that we have good Star Trek and Star Wars in the oh, same week? Oh yes, the same and, and you can week. watch it on the same day. On the Again. same fucking. I watched it in the same two hours. I did Holy too. shit. <laughs> as soon as we're done with shit today, I'm going to watch the uh, Mando again. Again. Yeah, I think I will Holy too. Holy fuck. I, Ooh, gotta. I, gotta. I've been nope. watching. There are nope. certain shows that I watch mm-hmm. at least two times, sometimes three. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it's been, it was Watchmen. Yes. Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Discovery. Yes. And Mando. Because and Mando. Holy shit. One, just because they're so good. And two, it's so overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. You know? Especially like, Discovery for me. But uh, Oh, yeah. So but good. like, what I'm going to say, uh, you know, and we're going to do a deep dive for Patreon That's, on, yeah, on I The want, Mandalorian. I want to point that out. We're not going to talk about these shows no. on this podcast, the free podcast, because uh, we don't want to be accused of spoilers. Right. Yeah, well, we're, not so gonna talk, we're not going to talk in depth. You know, yeah, right. we'll, we'll still talk about them. Somewhere. What I yeah. want to say is, and I don't know if you guys noticed some shit. Uh, the graffiti. That was the first yeah. thing I was like. That yep. graffiti is so okay. cool. Yeah. S- save it for the save it for the deep Sally. dive. Yeah. It's uh, if you want to join our Patreon, it's very affordable. It's uh, go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com and it'll $3. take you right there. Fifty cents a month. Tree fifty. Oh, also Keeps guys. kids like us off the streets. Yeah, tree fifty. And, and also I, like. Uh, also, I activated I activated the pay a full year at once if you want to as well. If you're dope. not if you're not down for a monthly payment on your card, that's fine. You can go in there and pay for a whole year at once. And that's just, really expensive though. Isn't it like thirty seven dollars? I think it's like forty forty two bucks or something. <laughs> um I do I do just want to toss out just like a real quick apology as the world's been on fire this week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we that's haven't a- we're Maybe just like a little bit behind on getting content out. Yeah, it's I, but we're thinking about it daily. We're thinking about how we're <laughs> every thinking day, about think it daily about how day. I'm not so, doing it. No, so <laughs> oh, oh wait, hold on. This week on our Patreon. Wait, don't make any promises. You can't. No, keep. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I, if I make a promise to these guys, to the okay. listeners, I'll do don't it. Don't write a check. Your ass can't cash. That's the Patreon, hey, Shannon. The Patreon is our promise. My ass is writing the check as I speak. <laughs> How does uh, he do it? No, brown, it's, it's a brown ink. It's our Mandotacular this weekend. Yes. <laughs> it's our Mandotacular on Patreon. <laughs> Including a TV show, a spinoff of The Mandalorian that I would like to see. We'll talk about it on the on the Patreon because uh, okay. uh, there's so, a spinoff I want to see and it's not what any of you think it's going to be. We're going to do a deep dive on uh, the first episode of The Mandalorian and I'm going to review and I'm just going to show it. I'm not going to say anything Very cool. Unless... Wait, wait. Why am I showing them? Because no yeah, it's very cool on this audio podcast we can see that it, we do. You know, uh, I have got the animatronic Baby Yoda uh, that I pre-ordered from Kenner, and uh, I'm gonna do a uh, review slash show off slash jack off video. Okay, Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like OnlyFans. It will be. That's exactly what it'll be. Someday this show will have an OnlyFans, and oh, it'll just—that's what the Patreon is. It's just gonna be. All right, you know, uh, sign up for his OnlyFans. It's our... Gary Jackson. <laughs> our our OnlyFans will be um, pay us not to take our clothes off. <laughs> All right, uh, we will. Uh, oh, uh, hi, I'm your host. Okay, uh, Carrie, what would be on your OnlyFans? Uh, my OnlyFans. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would show you the uh, butthole because you, because you were talking. <laughs> well, you were, you were talking oh. about, 
you were talking about how much things cost in terms of mortgage payments. Oh. I would show you oh. a, I would show you a, uh, a goatskin a goatskin jacket that I got. That's a, a mortgage. You payment. have a goatskin hey, jacket? Oh, it's so nice. I spent I wa- two mortgage payments on Thursday. Nice. I went in. I went into a John Varvato store in Southern California, and I because I wanted some Whoa. sneakers. That's all. I just wanted some sneakers, and I saw this jacket there. Oh, my so Harley nice. Quinn jacket arrived finally. Oh, I can't my wait. My fringy, my fringy shiny Harley Quinn jacket. All right, let's get going then. Let me start with this. Oh, it's so spooky. Tragedy. Raise, yeah, raise some gla- raise raise, glass. Raise a glass. Raise a glass. Lee will not. Raise, raise a glass. glass. I will raise an open hand, not a clenched fist, because that's <laughs> yeah. how you. Well, to oh, a I've woman. got that. I've got the audio. I've got the audio. I can just be excited that another piece of shit fell off the planet. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, it's another one of those situations, you know, because I mean, you know, when, when he did a, a good role, he did it right. Yeah. I mean, he did make us all cry when we watched Indiana Jones and he said, Indiana, let it go. Remember that? Let it go. We all teared up. Yeah. And he could have been Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he didn't get the script. I just didn't he understand it. He could have been Obi Wan Kenobi. Anakin, Gandalf, you were the chosen one. Gandalf and in the Matrix, but he turned yep. those down because he didn't understand the stories. But I don't understand. But my favorite thing that he did is he chased roles afterwards. So like the whole yeah. reason why he did some of the Le- movies that he did was like League oh Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do Star Wars, so I'm gonna do Zardos before or after. I looked into after. that. I looked yeah. into that. It was before. It, uh, yeah. He did Zardoz. He did Zardoz. Like 74, 75. 74, exactly. I, yeah. I, Shannon, I, are you just taking shots now? <laughs> well, what for do you Sean mean Con- now? It's oh, Sean sorry. Connery. <laughs> My bad. Uh, but uh, Sean Connery uh, passed away in his sleep after a long period of illness at the age of 90. Uh, yeah, he was old, and he was on my Deadpool. Ten points, thank you. Oh, nice. I'm still not in the lead. Gina's in the lead because of Eddie Van Halen. Damn it. All right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, everybody remembers him for, of course, James Bond. Yep. But uh, let's let's take a look at some of his other roles, shall we? Uh, <laughs> hey, his best part was Darby O'Gill. Well, let, I, yeah. Oh, Dar- my God. I, I love that fucking movie. <laughs> Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Don't forget that. And that's that. back when he yeah. was Hot Connery. Yeah. yeah. Hot Connery. Hot that's Connery. the name of the episode. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, fucking Hot Connery showed up and he's like, let me tell you a few things about the Little People. And everybody's like, oh, fucking <laughs> okay, Hot Connery. Okay, well, let's listen. Go. I'm Darby O'Gill. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's not forget, of course, uh, you know, Indiana Jones's dad, Henry Jones mm-hmm. Sr. Yep. Uh, Highlander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was the Egyptian Spaniard. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, Which it wasn't is the so ca- weird. No, he was he was Scottish he was from, by way of Egypt. He was not via shut, Spaniard. Fucking shut up. <laughs> he was like, never, what, what, what was that, that accent he had? Ramirez Ramirez was never Scottish. The, he was Egyptian and then learned to fight in Spain. But what was weird is you had a Scotsman playing an Egyptian Spaniard right. while a Frenchman played a Scotsman. Uh, right. I was on me- first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and me and Lee would get high and just discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> Juan Sanchez Vill- Villalobos Ramirez. O'Connor. Uh, Marco Ramirez. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Marco Ramus <laughs> Ramius in the Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Oh uh, shit! Forget that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, he was in the remake of the British uh, uh, spy fi It's called here TV show The Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, oh, let's not forget the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, his last role before he oh. retired. That was his last role? That was really role? his last role? Wow. Before pretty he much retired. put him over the end. Well, that went out on that, top right there. That, that shit would have been... Yeah. That shit would have made me retire, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, he was, of course, uh, the voice of uh, uh, Dragonheart. He was the voice yes! of the dragon. Mm -hmm. My favorite yep. thing he says in that movie is, I am the last one. <laughs> I am the last one. Uh, he was uh, in one of my all-time favorite movies, Time Bandits. He was, uh, he was he in was that. the King of Crete. King of Crete. He was, he was, he was great in that. Uh, he, a, very, a little known sci-fi movie he did called Outland. I love that so movie. So good though. That movie sure. so was he like the sheriff of Saturn. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was like, it was like a horror movie. Yeah. It was like pretty a much Timothy Oliphant from last night's Mandalorian. Pretty much. Oh, hey. Yeah. And, Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> okay, and he on, was, uh, I, I can't remember the name. Peter Boyle was in that with him too. Yeah. Uh, and, like, was and like detective sci-fi horror thriller on a moon wasn't of like, one of the outer planets. And like Cheryl Teagues or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, one of those. Or Farrah Fawcett. And you're you're thinking of Saturn Three now, and that's Kirk Douglas. Same guy. <laughs> wasn't Kirk yeah, pretty Douglas? Much. Or no, Same that guy. was Peter Boyle. Who was Saturn Three? Look look up Saturn Three <laughs> for me, would you, Rebecca? Please. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, would, if you would. Tech support. Do it, Oracle. She's, She's faster it, than I am. She's faster than I am. So, you know, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't brought up his best movie yet, though. Which one? 1992's Medicine Man, where you learned that a 65 year old man can have a 25 year old love interest. That's true. Oh, um, and what was uh, Jay was uh, Jay wanted us to let me. I got this here. Uh, Jay what was I? Look, what was I looking up for Saturn three? Sat who, who starred in Saturn Three? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we got Farrah Fawcett, we got Kirk Douglas, and we got Kirk Harvey Keitel. Oh. Thank you. That's Harvey it. fucking Keitel. All right. Uh, let me his dicks in it. I just his dick in exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the clip. It's uh, what's the name of the movie? Let's Finding, see. Uh, Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester. Yeah, this, it's is, called, this is called. It's called White Guy Says Shit. It, oh, it's one of those uh, white. Uh, White savior. White savior Brad. shows. White uh, white savior teacher. Yeah. How do I reach these kids? All right, here. This is the one that Jay wanted us to to remember. Uh, you're the. It's 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 just simply. You can look this up on YouTube. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're the man now, dog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but uh, but I'll always remember him. From his Barbara Walters In which you said, it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That way it doesn't I didn't love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Oh! You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad? It must, I don't Sometimes. think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. What it depends on if she's being a bitch or not. If you have tried everything else, and women are pretty good at this, that they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last, last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and, and get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. What would... Uh, there you go. If a woman gets the last word in, slap her. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> last, last, last word. Yeah, the last, last, Extra last, last word. Extra last word. You just, 
Yeah, give him a knuckle sandwich. Well, now I'm afraid to reply to anything. Hey, no, that, Rebecca, okay. watch he's, your mouth. He's, he's all gone now. You don't that have to be scared that, of him anymore. I was going to say, that, that being said, he was, uh, he was married to his wife for 31 years. Because uh, she kept saying she wanted a divorce and he would slap her. <laughs> she had, yeah. Oh, jeez. Sean, uh, she'd be like, Sean, I'm leaving. And he goes, a divorce. And he goes, and he goes, no, you're not. She goes, yes, I am. Slap. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. And she goes, seriously, I'm leaving. Whack! <laughs> so... So, like I said, it's 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 one of those situations where you go, oh yeah, he was good in this, he was good in that, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, kind of a turd of, in real life, piece I, of shit, yeah. I, <laughs> and I Alan Tudyk, it. Alan Tudyk tells a story about uh, he was uh, Sean Connery was a bully, uh, and he did not like he, he, everybody does a Sean Connery impression. He hated that more than anything, and and there was a time that Alan Tudyk was in Spam a lot. And Connery, and he did. He knew Sean Connery was in the audience, and he did a little uh -oh. Sean Connery up on stage, just a little uh, one of his lines, right? Don't do that. Connery came backstage and, and slapped him and poked. <laughs> no, because he's not a woman. Poked him with his finger in the middle of his chest. You know that? Yeah. Boom. Oh, and, you think you're better and, than me? And Tudyk says, "I can still feel it. It, it, <laughs> it still hurts." If Sean Connery pokes you in the chest, you're gonna feel yeah. it. So uh, a bit, mm. bit of a bully. Uh, my favorite uh, role that Sean Connery ever did was on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet that guy got poked in the chest a few oh, times. Oh, God. I'll bet. <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond's just, he would like, Sean Connery's not here, right? Yeah, exactly. He looks around every Hollywood room he goes in. Connery's not in the corner. Connery? So anyway, it's, it's, it's one of those deals. Uh, let's see. Uh, big news this week, and then we'll get into some uh, horror-related horror news since we just got through with uh, Halloween. All the horror news is dropping on this day that we record of Halloween. Um, we got this uh, from uh, last week, and I'm very excited about this. Um, we got our Moon Knight. Wait, did is we, it finally is this confirmed? Is it confirmed? Board certified, I, confirm it. Everything I saw, I checked Hollywood Reporter. Is it I on checked, Marvel's website? Uh, I've not checked Marvel's website. You have to check Marvel's website. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay, right check now, it. Oracle. Would you please? Get, yeah. your, get on it. Get, get on it, millennial. I'm is feeling, it a, is Moon Knight's a TV show, right? Yeah, Disney okay. Plus. Okay. Uh, Marvel TV show. Every, every bit of you know checking that I did says that this is happening. Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Good call. Yeah, I think so. And and well, to to an actor like that, you take that role because of the multiple personalities. Yeah. Right. It's more fun that way. Can I, mm -hmm. in this current day of I am offended, there are people <laughs> that are offended that a non-Jewish actor is playing Mark Spector. Well, a couple of things. Um, <laughs> his... Uh, <laughs> Why couldn't he be Jewish? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, that's never really played a big part I in the know, Moon Knight mythology. Right? Yeah, is I know, Mark right? Spector Jewish? Said... Exactly. Apparently, and is, apparently. And is he apparently. ethnically Jewish or religiously Jewish? Yeah, because he could be yeah, religiously see, Jewish. No, it's just, that's why I just wanted to point it out. I'm just like, dumb. yeah. Uh, I'm just happy to have a good actor in there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's, a, a, I'm 90% sure it's Oscar Isaac. 
I don't uh, think it's the same as like having a non-binary character and saying we're just going to slap any actor or actress in that role or taking yeah. a transgendered character and saying we're just going to throw anybody in there. Uh, right. Hey, where's, where's Hillary Swank, right? Um, but taking Oscar Isaac, who's a phenomenal actor and also a person of color and saying we're going to mm-hmm. bring his gift of, of of acting and stagecraft to this role i mean if you've ever seen yeah. inside llewellyn davis the dude is amazing oh, love him. He's oh, yeah. so good yeah. but here's uh, the thing you guys actors it's that's their job yeah and i think to be actors, something they are not yeah i think actors should just be able to act if they're like able to well, do it unless, unless you're a red-headed lady playing a Japanese character. What's her name? Well, Emma, obviously, Emma Thompson be... playing a half Japanese. Emma Stone. Yeah. yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, but you've got a good uh, roster of people working on this show. You got uh, Jeremy Slater, who developed and wrote Umbrella Academy on for Netflix. Uh, he's going to be uh, the lead uh, in the writing room on Moon Knight. Uh, you've got a, a great director. Uh, let's see. Uh, his name is uh, Mohammed Diab is going to step behind the camera. He he is from Egypt. He uh, went to Cannes with uh, his film Clash, which was uh, set in 2013 in Cairo during the uh, clashes behind pro and anti-Muslim Brotherhood demonstrations. Uh, that's what that movie was about. He's an excellent director. And like I said, if we get if we, if we get Oscar Isaac in there, that will be very, very cool. He's a great so, actor. I can't find anything. I got to keep looking. Because Marvel's Marvel's website doesn't have it, but Marvel's website also doesn't have a whole lot of information about their other TV shows that are upcoming. So yeah, yeah, eh, I gotta keep. Well, like I said, I I I Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, uh, a couple of other sources that I trust said that it's happening. So what did uh, uh, we got this covered? Have to say. Uh, they, they, they said that uh, it's actually Tom Selleck is going to play him. Oh, yeah. now that makes I'm going to click sense. on that. <laughs> click on that. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back. we got some horror uh, movie news coming up. Stand by. After these messages. It's November. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Get ready for Wolverine as you've never seen him before in Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. Marvel's hottest creators have crafted a series of exciting stories using only the colors black, white, and red. Issue number one features art from uh, Declan Shalvey, Joshua Kassara, and Adam Kubert. And the award-winning screenwriter John Ridley returns to comics to examine the mythology of the DC Universe and its iconic moments and charts a previously unexplored socio-political course as seen through the prism of DC superheroes. It's a five-issue series reframing iconic moments from DC history, exploring them through the eyes of DC superheroes represented traditionally disenfranchised groups centers around the perspectives of Black Lightning, his daughter Anissa, Thunder, uh, the Teen Titans, Mal Duncan and his wife, Bumblebee, Renee Montoya, The Question, and Katana. So look for that. Also, this year you all helped Dr. Volt's Comic Connection celebrate its 30th anniversary, and the crew of Dr. Volt's Comics wants to thank each and every one of you for all the kind words and outpouring of support during this year and the last 30 years. Uh, Thank you for your patronage and your camaraderie, and Dr. Volt's hopes to continue to serve the Salt Lake comic community another 30 years. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, during the break, uh, Rebecca doing a little bit more research, and uh, it, it it appears that the Oscar Isaac news, as I said, it's almost there's saying, there. Yeah, I'm not saying anything that's like confirmed, yeah. confirmed, confirmed. It's just he's tapped and in talks. I'm sure what so. it is is it's a, it's a contract thing. It's a matter of nailing down the contract and yeah, making sure it you know all goes uh, through. So. Yeah. Uh, I'd go there. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, I've got a, a whole segment here of horror related projects that we'll Ooh. probably, that we'll probably see someday uh, when they, when they start making things again. Um, I hear they can make things just about anywhere on the planet. Just not here. <laughs> Everywhere but because we're too fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, uh, America has what I like to call an aggressive ignorance. And it's really <laughs> fucking us over, I tell you what. That's a well, good way of putting it. Well, and, and s- <laughs> I like that. Speaking of that, yesterday, get that fucking text. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. great. That'll do it. That'll yeah. that'll fix it. That'll solve COVID so, in Utah. So, so everybody in Utah got a text that basically said, hey. The six months too late text. Si- yeah, yeah, the six months. Hey, Unless guys, you're I- on Sprint or T-Mobile. If you're on Sprint or T-Mobile, you didn't get it. Oh. I did, and I'm on Sprint. Oh, just kidding. Never mind. And, and, it, and it showed up on my TV, too. What? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, through the emergency alert system. Yeah. I have a friend I have a friend in Denver. He got a five-second-long voicemail from some robot that said, time to stay home. Stay home and stay safe. So oh, I'll, play, you want, I'll play it. You want an, I'll play it. That's you like, want a stark contrast between our country and another? I'm, I'm taking classes learning how to sculpt digitally because it's helping me deal with mm-hmm. my own shit. Mm-hmm. And the students in this class are from all over the planet. And a lot of them are in the States, but one of them is Italian. And she said last night, oh, I'm so excited. It's really sad that my country is going to second stage lockdown, but at least I'll have time to work on my projects. And I just stopped and I communicated with her. I was like, so you're being furloughed at your job? And she's like, no, the government's making sure no one has to work. And if it goes like yeah. the last lockdown did, they'll mobilize the military to make sure everybody gets the supplies they need. Mm-hmm. So what's that like? But capitalism. I, I, have, I have had to I have had to be exposed probably two dozen times in the last six months. Now I'm an essential worker. I work in the medical field. That's the sacrifice you make. But it doesn't I'm Okay, so here's pissed. here's it's the scary right. here's the scary time to stay home. Stay safe and stay home. Wow. And that's, that's all it was. That's more scary than helpful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's like uh, heading into apocalypse and the AI like... sends you out a, a thing. We want everyone to stay in their homes so that the bombs are more effective. You're like, you know? what? <laughs> you're like, why, why is Cloverfield outside? Exactly. Yeah, it's Cloverfield. Or that, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're recording this on Halloween, so I do want to talk about some scary movies. And uh, there are wow. some uh, great projects that are coming our way. Uh, two remakes and one original. Are you going to talk about that pandemic movie? No. Because that's, <laughs> that. that's scary. That's scary. fuck that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, so, uh, it's so funny that 
why would somebody make that movie? Was Michael yeah, Bay, my my guy? Come on! Uh, <laughs> and the other thing that um, remember when all the board games sold out like in regular stores and puzzles? Were, you couldn't get puzzles. You could get mm-hmm. puzzles or games. Boy, that is desperate for but, entertainment. But there's but there's there was always one left at every store, and it was that game Pandemic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, really funny because nah, right before nah. our pandemic started, I had just finished a, a pandemic legacy campaign. And That's so I'm like, game. prepared. And uh, two things you can pick up pandemic at our sponsor, Hester Games. Uh, also, back to, because yes. you mentioned Michael Bay, and we were talking about Sean Connery earlier. Another story I read today while, you know, finding out, getting the news together here. So uh, Michael Bay was directing Sean Connery in something i don't recall what probably the rock probably and michael bay tried to tell sean connery how to do a scene and connery stood up next to him looked at him and went why don't you go blow up a bridge (laughs) it has to be michael bay because that's the perfect response to that director (laughs) anyway uh so this uh that's totally the rock this is uh this is uh now this is a remake but before you poo poo it i want you to hear who's behind it does anybody remember the movie The People Under the Stairs? Yes, yep. I love it. Harry Wes, Potter. Uh, Wes Craven. <laughs> Harry Potter. Also starring, also starring Nadine and Ed mm-hmm. from yes. Twin yeah, Peaks as yeah. the people who owned The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. They were just scared kids. Uh, yeah, it was, Wes, it was Wes Craven. Wes Craven, yes. Uh, it was, yeah. uh, I want to say, 1990s. Uh, 91 but, or 92. It was yeah. early. Oh, it is. It was 91. Very goodly. Thank yeah. you. I, um, I wish Wes Anderson would remake it. It would be a completely different movie. <laughs> Wes Anderson's <laughs> People Under the Stairs. So many so many well, long have... camera shots of the whole Wes crew Anderson... just staring at the camera. Oh, my God. Wes Anderson, <laughs> Wes Anderson should make all of Wes, Wes Craven's movies. movies. Yeah. So, you'd, so Wait, you'd, well, you'd, you'd have to have Owen Wilson in it, of course. He wow. hasn't been using him as much. Wow. I've been under the stairs wow. for so long, you guys. I've been under he the stairs. He hasn't been using Murray as much either. <laughs> yeah. So, but could uh, you but... see his last house on the left? <laughs> oh, it's be, just the be... Royal Tenenbaums. Guys, it'd, it'd, look at look at this house. Look at this house. <laughs> wow. Wow. Long, long wow, pants. Chapter two, the last house. <laughs> and it's <laughs> parentheses. It's on the left. And here's the first here's the first house and wow. it's and it's and all the music is going to be it's going to be elvis costello music but performed on the sitar only it'll just right. be yeah. by a satyr a sitar yeah. with a, a satyr with a sitar yeah yeah but the last house when they finally show it it's going to be a slow pan and it'll just be gwyneth paltrow standing there smoking saying i told her red eye hey, the yeah, remake yeah. of red eye is going to be stop stop motion <laughs> So, uh, but this remake of the uh, Wes Craven people under the stairs is uh, wow. going to be made by Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions. Dope. And I'm at the point where I'm like, whatever Jordan yeah. Peele does, I'll watch, watch it. I'm it. In. Watch yeah. it. Uh, yes, uh, it's a. Uh, it, it's going to be. Uh, Let's see, I've got the the summation here. People under the stairs is, of course, about a kid who breaks into the. The uh, formidable Los Angeles home of greedy landlords who are evicting his family from their apartment only to discover greed is just one of their vices. It tells a multi-layered story of gentrification, class warfare, capitalism, racism, and child abuse, uh, which, you know, is something that, uh, you know, Jordan Peele's not afraid to touch. 
Uh-huh. Social horror, as they say. Well, yes. Um, I just remember it being weird people under the stairs. Oh, people <laughs> that Ed and Nadine mutilated, but they were they were kids that they'd been kidnapping from the neighborhood. I mean, it's oh. it's actually, and they were actually that was a gentrification warning story, if I remember correctly. Oh. So just yeah. told with the incredible subtlety of Wes Craven. Um, yeah, maybe that's my Halloween movie I watched tonight. I was going to oh, say, you know, it's not very good. Is it? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I don't want very good. You're on roids. You're on roids. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're no. on the roids. Nothing's so, uh, good Reeve. to you. So Wes Craven apparently was working on a TV series version of this uh, right. before he passed away in 2015. Uh, so uh, yeah, there you go. I look forward to that. I will watch that. Like yeah. it's like it's like you said. Anything that he touches, take a look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see now. Uh, Hellraiser TV series HBO. I Mr. Pokey Face. I will not watch that show. Really? <laughs> I won't. Why, why is it's, that? It's uh, oh godly. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. didn't grow up with religion. You know what the Hellraiser movies are? That it's like, oh, spooky monster. No, I that's leaving any of this shit. No, I, well, Lee is touching on it. Yeah, is, the, the uh, Shannon, fear. you grew up a big scared my, Catholic. My my Catholic demon fear. The demon those fear. Are, oh my God, those Hellraiser movies, and I watched them all. Mm-hmm. The Cenobites are freaky looking. Cenobites. The, Cenobuns. But like, Cinnabon. I'm, I'm sorry. I'd what watch a, a movie about the, that. The, the first and second one, they just terrified me. I like the first terrified. one. The director's liked cut of Hellraiser 2 is really good. Yeah, but the, like the first one and the second one, I was so disturbed by them. Um, like, I the, couldn't take you were 12. It. The, original Hel- Hellraiser, <laughs> <Shut> up, <Lee. laughs> the original Hellraiser film based on uh, the book uh, The Hellbound Heart... Uh, but uh, the new news on this has been worked on for a bit. Clive Barker is now on board to uh, uh, help out on the show. He's, he's see, that's to... always good. that's only going to make it scary. <laughs> Sorry, oh my god, <laughs> oh, just yawned. <laughs> you guys, I spent a whole year where I only read Clive Barker books. Why? Why, why would you well, do that? Yeah. Hey, I, I don't, the I Great don't Secret know. Show is really good. So good. <laughs> Yes. But nobody's ever nobody's ever made it into a, a no. anything because it's impossible. Because there's the whole thing with the guy who's come monsters come to life. No, <laughs> no, he That's comes a on lot of no, what? no Lee. He comes on his turd. No, he's a turds. tiny little. There's the little other dude that monster. gets the power. There's the other dude that gets the power who manifests all of his porn stars, and he just sits there jerking off all the time while the porn stars no. are fucking in his house. Well, and uh, well, he doesn't the, what, join in the it, fun. No, no the, he can't because the, they're ghosts. Oh. May I please tell you the most important part of this thing? Does it involve Cinnabons? No. There's a guy, and I always like imagined that it was um, the guy that wrote uh, Watchmen, Alan Moore. Okay. In my head, it was Alan Moore. And he would, part of his magic is he would jerk off onto his turds and make turd snakes that would kill people. Yep. Oh, like little gold. This is also this is also a book where the only way you could escape monsters was by disappearing to the Trinity proving grounds right before the atomic bomb tests. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That all makes total sense. No, but Um, I spent like a whole year just reading his books, and then my 
dreams just turned into these hypersexual, fucking gross ass <laughs> nightmares. And I'm like, I'm just Mike. gonna read. I'm gonna read James and the Giant Peach now. <laughs> Mike, unrelated. Clive. Shannon's into some real weird shit. Yeah, um, a lot of snakes. My Clive Terrence. Barker memory is is just a, a very fleeting one. It was about 15 or 20 years ago. Downtown Disney, they used to have a bookstore there. Remember bookstores? Yeah. Uh, remember Maybe. Downtown Disney? I don't know how to read um, yeah. And uh, I just popped in there just out of curiosity. And See what books look like. Yeah. And there's a table, and there's a guy sitting behind the table. and is there's it Clive a sign. Barker? It's Clive Barker signing books. And I thought, that's strange that he's here of yeah, all Disney places. Of all places. The guy who wrote the Hellraiser books is here. Anyway. I wonder uh, who did let's other see. stuff. Let's like, the guy that invented turd snakes is hanging out <laughs> in Disney. You know, of all the properties that he's done, the one that I think really bears revisiting, but not by him, would be Nightbreed. God damn it, Lee! I knew you were going there! <laughs> like, if 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 HBO were to say, hey, Clive, can we have this intellectual property but give oh. it to somebody who doesn't masturbate quite so much? And, uh, because the story of Midian and, and the Nightbreed is amazing. It's uh, so good. But that movie is so 1989. Well, there's like, one yeah. you can watch, watch for your Here Halloween is viewing. why. Here is why he was at Disneyland, Carrie. Okay. Uh, he had been working on a series of film adaptations of his the R. Aberat Quintet books under Walt Disney Company's management. Oh. Due to creative differences, the project was canceled. Oh, yeah. okay. They said so, fewer shit snakes. Yeah, he was like, I'm Disney's out. like, you, too many shit snakes in this and you masturbate too much. <laughs> and and Magicka was a good book, too. You, He's written you some filled, great books. No, he you filled the uh, you filled the jizz quota in the first two pages. He used to work as a male prostitute. <laughs> mm -hmm. He did. During his early years as a writer, he Not would occasionally surprised. work as a male prostitute when his writing didn't provide sufficient income. Well, well, that sounds called, about right. Bigelows. Okay. <laughs> try again. Try again, Tony. Jigelows. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. Jigelows is work better. Yeah. Yeah, Jigaloads. Jigaloads. That's, uh, that's well the way done. to go. Because you get to 50,000 Jigaloads and you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> 1.21 Jigaloads. Christ. You won't believe what I've seen. <laughs> shit snakes. It's, it's your shit snakes, Marty. All right. Everywhere. Um, and then there's this project. Uh, this is, uh, is going to be on, uh, oh, it's just in development. It's uh, based on a comic book series called The Strange Talent of Luther Strode. What's his strange talent? Ah, not shit, shit snakes. snakes. Back, into the, back, <laughs> back into the jizz talk. Here I hope it's Cinnabons. Uh, it's based on a comic book, a teenager who mails away for a catalog advertised in a comic book. You remember the, the you know, the yeah. Charles yeah. Atlas, in, you know? In the back of them, yeah. Hoping like everything to... you got, remote control ghost. Oh, yeah. it's, a pa it's a paper bag. <laughs> it was specifically it was a white balloon a garbage bag and a fishing line okay yeah. i know because i sent for it all right uh anyway he uh he sees this uh catalog advertising the comic book hoping to gain the secret to getting muscles quickly you know that charles atlas thing yeah. only only the hero he, the, the hero of the beach instead he receives an instruction manual from a murder cult as old as the human race and when the method starts to work, Strode finds himself not only stronger and faster than before, but also a little bit more homicidal than he expected. 
uh, and that draws attention from a lot of different people. So it's a, it's a recipe for PCP, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> so they're developing a, a movie based on this. Huh. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I, would wa- I will watch that. I will watch that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, why the Last Man? It's happening. No, no it's, it's not. not. I mean, it's well, happening. Okay. Just because I read a thing from them that said they were starting it. We've been talking about this since Rebecca was in high school. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. Hey, it's a, it's a young joke. It's not about me. That's but, nice. but, but here's It's cuz I'm the baby. It is it is back in production. Uh-huh. Uh they have they replaced all the time to do that. I know, right. No it's, man. It, well, what, it's hey, in Toronto. Be- it's in what Toronto. What better time uh-huh. to film uh-huh. They can do stuff in Canada. They can yeah. do stuff up there. What what better time to to film a post-apocalyptic uh, movie than in Apocalypse. What better exactly. time to film a post-apocalyptic film that requires fifty percent less people? Oh, and and, and current apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have replaced some of the original actors that you know because of the whole thing that they, they had to. out. So Ashley yeah. Ashley Romans from Nosferatu is replacing Lashana Lynch. Oh, bummer. As Agent uh, Three Fifty Five, secret agent that accompanies Yorick uh, on his uh, journey. And the uh, monkey. As, ampersand. ampersand. Olivia, Olivia Thurlby, who was in Dread, replaces Imogene Poots really as, as mm-hmm. Hero Brown, uh, Yorick's sister, yep. who is on the hunt to find him. Uh, the title role still being played by the same guy, Ben Schnetzer, uh, who I'm was announced so, in February. So glad they found somebody to replace I'd Anthony like, Elchin. Well, here's the thing. I hope that oh. guy that's playing him is uh, on retainer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk He's been getting paid for like five years. Ooh, yeah. if you need a scary movie to watch tonight, Green Room. Uh, Diane Lane as Congresswoman Jennifer Brown. Diana Bang as Dr. Allison Mann. Juliana Canfield as Beth DeVille. Elliot Fletcher as Sam Jordan. Amber Tamblin as Kimberly Cunningham. And Maureen Ireland as Nora Brady. Um, and because of animal rights people, the... No, don't say it. The monkey will be CG. Oh, it will be computer yes. graphic. They can do it with Baby Yoda. They can do it with the monkey. Well, Baby Yoda's I, a puppet. They don't, they don't do anything bad to the monkey in the comic book. Just <laughs> what's wrong with having a monkey? It's how monkey, monkey can't can consent to work. Monkey oh. can't get SAG credit. Multiple <laughs> monkeys, just like they do with babies. Yeah, babies can't consent to work either. That's true. That's why which they need to CGI so, all the babies. Which is why they're so good to work with. So I'm sure That's that why... these. What? I'm sure that, I'm sure hey, that this... FBI, stop listening to Tony's computer. What? I'm sure that the CGI monkey will not be distracting at all in this show. Yeah, that's the thing is that do you think they're going to have budget for a like a actual realistic CG monkey? I don't know. Nah. It's not Netflix. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't even going in that direction, but there it was. It's uh, it's FX, so we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and just just a percentage of the what we do in the shadows budget, they'll be fine. <laughs> they, they make that show for like eight dollars an episode. <laughs> it's all just yeah. Costuming. They pay Matt Barry four fifty, and then the rest is just divvied up between it's, everything. Spent, <laughs> there's like no special effects in that show. They spent a couple bucks on Legion though. Yeah, okay. Legion was, like at least twelve. Like at least twelve minimum. Thirteen dollars an episode. Guys, I, I think we should all contact our senators and uh, ask them to make it a law that they have to make what we do in the shadows all year long. 
Forever. Forever and ever. Yeah, that's the best use of our political time. I don't think any Utah senators are going to be like, oh, yeah, let's get right on that. (laughs) So it's nothing to do with oppressing minorities and telling women their place and subverting our religious will on the masses. Uh, What's the law on slapping women if they talk too much? Oh, Oh, the Connery's law. Connery's law. (laughs) You give them them four shots. (laughs) They get four last words. Four uh, why can't words. it be three? Because then I can associate it with baseball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's we'll easy. Less. That's, that's easy. fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, if that then, makes it easier for you, woman. Then it's a couple of final items here. Uh, Peacemaker, the TV series with John Cena, has added a uh, another actor. Uh, Steve Agee will be in it. He will not be oh. playing. He will not be King Shark. Sorry. Who is? That's who he's playing in the Suicide Squad movie. He awesome. will be playing John John Economos, wait, wait, the wait, wait, warden wait. the warden of the Bell Rev Federal Penitentiary and one of Amanda Waller's close allies. Hold on, so I thought act, we didn't know actor, who was doing King Shark. The actor they have playing King Shark in the movie mm-hmm. will will be in the spinoff show that takes place in the same universe, but he's playing a different a different character. character. But he's, he's just, just okay. He's just voicing. He's oh. voicing. Oh, okay. he's voicing okay. King Shark. Right, and I believe that prison is in Bloodhaven. That's not what this says, but maybe they don't have the rights to Bloodhaven. Bell Rev Federal Penitentiary. Yeah, but I think it's in Bloodhaven. All right, it's not in Gotham. It's where. Uh, That's where uh, Nightwing operates. Night- What's Nightwing the name of the place? What's the name of the place? Not Bloodhaven. Blood- the the penitentiary. Name of the penitentiary Bell- is Bell Reve. Bell Bell Rev. Bell- Bell- yeah, B-E-L-L-E-R-E-V-E, Bell Rev Federal Penitentiary. Ar- All right. Oracle's on it. Get on that, Oracle. And uh, finally, this, uh, before Price we take a break, <laughs> Legendary Entertainment out. is developing a series based on a Chinese webcomic called, get this, I'm a Killer Maid. <laughs> I wonder what it's about. It's, uh, <laughs> it's described as Mary Poppins turned John Wick. With shades of Freaky Friday and Killing Eve. That's, well, that's that your Friday. That's your elevator pitch right there. Wow. That doesn't that's... make any sense. Okay. Yeah, here's... Freaky Friday is what has me like. Okay, so here's, here's, the, here's the plot. The story follows a retired assassin trying to live a normal life as a housemaid for a shy, nerdy comic book writer who rarely leaves his house, only to accidentally swap bodies with her boss. This is a lot. This yeah. this wow. is a lot. <sighs> okay. He's gonna look down his shirt and smile. I, I am already well, know that boobies. scene. Every, yeah, every guy that ever swaps bodies with a girl—that's the first thing we do. It's just the standard <laughs> just like, taco formula for like, oh, that kind of story. Well, look at these. This is uh, nice. Well, I and the second thing we would do is masturbate. <laughs> Obviously. Well, if you're Clyde Barker, after these <laughs> messages, <laughs> we'll be right, right back. back. Haster Games at 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Unplug and play a board game from Haster Games. Their full sale is still in full effect. Asmo Day, maker of great games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, and Pandemic, are having a buy two games, get one free offer at Haster Games from September 21st to October 18th. 15 different games from Asmo Day's catalog, some of the biggest board games ever. All the details are at HasterGames.com. They're stocking up ahead of time because these games are some of their most popular. Magic the Gathering Zendikar Rising comes out September 25th. At-home pre-release kits and boosters are now available for pre-order. Zendikar is back with a vengeance. 
For Dungeons & Dragons, Icewind Dale is now available. Brave the frozen north of Faerun in this Dungeons & Dragons adventure for characters level 1 through 12. From the Game of the Year designer of Wingspan comes Mariposa. You play a guiding hand for monarch butterflies as they migrate from Mexico up through the east coast of the U.S. to Canada and back again in a span of four seasons. In stock now. Haster Games, locally owned and operated at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster has it. Do you like video games? Yes. No, dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. Oh, I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let me let me get this uh, ready here. Here we go. Letters. letters. Sometimes we get letters, letters, and then we answer them. God, what a golden voice. <laughs> 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 Seven-time Webby winner, Shannon Bartson. That is a voice for podcasting right there. <laughs> this is uh, this is from our old friend uh, Gary Brantner, who uh, is a comic book uh, artist and writer. He's uh, working on a lot of his own stuff. Peter uh, Gar- Pan vampire it, yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. First off... <laughs> First off, uh, Gary says, let me say thank you for your show. I've been listening from the days it was uh, back on, back when it was on the radio. Wow. Boy, that is, uh, that's a while. He, he old. <laughs> like the rest of us. You're welcome. Uh, always felt like I had extra friends talking about the stuff I love. I'm writing uh, today because I'm listening to the Chadwick Boseman episode. Uh, oh, it's, the, it's, it's the week of Halloween when I write this. Uh, you drop your episodes on my work days and... As I started my drive to work and it started your episode, I knew that it was going to be sad and I didn't want to walk into work with tears in my eyes, so I skipped it, planning to listen to it later that week. But it fell through the cracks and it came up on my playlist today. Luckily, it's my day off because I'm crying my eyes out. Uh, This has been a very rough year with not just the loss of people I am a fan of, but someone close. The first week into the new year, my wife's mother passed away after a three-year fight with breast cancer. Uh, When I married into this family, I was welcomed into a very great family and gained an awesome mom. This has been a hard month with all the breast cancer awareness and also many Halloween traditions that will not be the same. It's a roundabout way to say this. Your show really does help. Listening to your show uplifts and brightens my day, even with tears in my eyes. Uh, A fan, Gary Brantner. Thanks, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, I, that's the second ringtone I want. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, but here's the thing. I uh, like I love those letters so goddamn much. I love to hear that that we're making people happy. But I don't think people realize how happy it makes us to make the well, show. Well, some of us. <laughs> Lee. <laughs> Except for Lee. <laughs> no, I fucking hate Geek Show. Lee hate hates coming here every week. I get no, mad. Like, no, seriously. Like, I... I need this so much once a week. You guys, you have no idea because um, it's the one time in my week where I'm not being asked to help somebody and lee i think you might understand that a little bit too 
right? Just a little. Shannon, Just a little. right? Shannon, my Zoom right. isn't working. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> It's also also no, the only time like a, in the week he can answer like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But no, but like it, the thing is, is um, and I told you guys like I'm behind on my Patreon or, or whatever because I'm so spread thin. I have like so many. First of all, twenty. Well, actually, it's more like fifty little people that need my help. Good on uh, you, Darby O'Gill. <laughs> ah, and um. <laughs> You know, and just like helping my girlfriend be, you know, be okay. And uh, these two goddamn dogs, you guys, <laughs> who I love, but apparently I cannot leave the house or the room or six inches away from them at any point. Arr! Right. <laughs> so, but like the one time where I'm like, okay, this is my thing. I'm doing it and it's just fun and it makes me laugh my fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. Is Geek Show. Agreed. You know, and um and I just I I love that it helps other people as well. Yeah. Uh what are we consuming? What have you guys been consuming this week? Oh, the new uh, star shows. Uh I I'll just toss out there real quick the Married at First Sight season 11 finale. Found out which couples stayed together, which couples got divorced. It was a whole thing. There's 11 uh, seasons of that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Dag yo. Uh, and this was during quarantine time too, so it was like extra topical. It was crazy. Uh <laughs> Uh Rebecca, you and Jen need to go fucking bowling. Yeah. That's all I'm but saying. But not now. Wait, ah, wait I'm so pissed months. I picked up bowling as my 2020 hobby because now my bowling ball and shoes are just sitting in the closet. We'll go, oh, we'll go, we'll go someday. We'll, yeah, because we'll Carrie, we've got our bowling balls. Yeah. Okay. Let's come, get the crew back together. I, you son I, of a bitch, I'm I come, in. Can I come bowling, guys? Yeah, no. sure. Yeah. yeah, but you have to get your own bowling ball. Yeah, you have to get I your own ball. I can do that. I'm going to get a Green Lantern <laughs> ball or something. No, it has to be cool. Oh, <laughs> so funny! Look at Rebecca. Oh, uh, look at me! I'm Tony Green Lantern. This Rick and Morty. That Hoopa Doopa Do. I'm big and tall. I got All the right. pink ears. Blah blah blah. <laughs> wow, kid fight. Also, um... that's what I say it whenever I play Among Us. Because in Among Us, you can get like a little friend to roll around oh. with you. Yeah, roll around and with you. Me and my friends, we were like kid fight. Kid fight! <laughs> oh my god, my class loves Among Us, and like their reward on on Fridays for the kids that um, are doing their shit, we play it, and they want me to play. I don't understand that game. At you got to play the hide well, and seek. You got to play revised hide and seek rules. It's a lot more fun than regular Among uh, Us. It's basically murder in the dark. On on a screen. That's what. Yeah, that's, no, if you know no, how to play it, Murder in the Dark, I don't like. I'm so us. dumb. I'm like, they oh, told the controls I, and stuff. I got you. I was like, uh, I got to do a task. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's like, a little learning curve there for sure. It's it's literally <laughs> the thing. It's it's a video game, but maybe you're the thing. That's like uh, literally yeah. what it is. <laughs> uh, okay. No, so... it's so funny. It's like I've got. <laughs> Harry tries to move on. What, have you been watching anything else, Rebecca? Other no. Than the, uh, oh, Something nope. good? 
No, just married at first sight. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tony, what have you been consuming? Uh, let's see. So I'm ashamed, but I'm always ashamed when I watch this. Green Lantern. Uh, Bazinga! You, sh- you shut up. Over- I'm going to tell sorry, mom. That, um, you see, none of us laughed because that show was shit. What if I said Bazonga? Ah. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I always watch The Bachelorette. Oh, You're giving me a hard time you. for married yeah. at first sight. Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, so yeah, we've been we've been uh, watching that because we like to sit there and make fun of uh, all the idiots. Um, Disappointed. <laughs> hey, that's Hercules. I know that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, of course, all the star shows, man. Star Trek Discovery, the new Mandalorian. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, we finished up uh, season four of The Expanse. So good. So good. Oh, my so, God. And that, I think that starts Expanse. in like January. I think the Expanse, five. the Expanse might be the best science fiction show not called Discovery or Mandalorian. Yeah, I agree. It's, <laughs> it's I, super fantastic. Should I start watching it? 100%, you would really dude. like it. 100%. It is, it's also like more science-based science fiction. It's like what's the ships called don't make uh, sound in space. It's so yeah, it's, it's what's called hard sci-fi. Yeah. So it's, it's almost ninety-eight percent of what they do in that show. That's that's like what you see as science fiction actually has a basis in actual science. Yeah. You know, that, if, if our if our technology progressed far enough, we could be actually doing these things without just waving a magic wand, a magic wand, and saying it's a warp core. You it's know, kind if of we thing. were able to great if we were able to break beyond the great barrier. If you haven't learned about the great barrier, like theory about evolution, I recommend learning a bit more about it. It's pretty cool. Moving so, on from being a, a stage zero civilization. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, is that, real- that, so that's why uh, Jeff Bezos spent 1% of his income <laughs> to 1%, buy that? Come on. The Expanse? The Expanse that. was funny because he... The Expanse? No, The Expanse is, hey. is like his favorite <laughs> book series ever. Yeah. And so when they were producing it, he wanted it really, really bad and sci-fi spent more money. And so then he did a backdoor deal and bought the distribution rights for all their episodes. And that's the whole reason why sci-fi got rid of it. It's one of their top performing shows. But since they couldn't make money off of reruns or repeats or box sets or DVDs or Blu-rays, they just gave up and canceled it. And Bezos turned around and bought it and brought it back to Amazon. So it's yep. literally yeah. just a giant he, fuck you. So it, it. It, it'd be like me and uh, Preacher if I had a bazillion dollars. <laughs> You'd buy it back, huh? All right, what uh, what have you been consuming, Shannon? Oh my gosh! Uh, I... Other than say yes to the dress, because I know you love that yeah, show. Everyone I love to, to get I love to get wasted and roast. Say yes to the dress. See, if anyone's looking to have a good time, that's what we do with Bachelor. Oh my God, Lee! It's mermaid so style. My, minus the wasting. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, it's so ironic that you say that because uh like i've been with, watching you through your window yeah like um <laughs> because I, I i i'm in a partnership with a fancy lady mm-hmm. i'm exposed some shit i just i don't care about change your diet up it won't be that bad no i'm just like she she watches uh say yes to the dress and i'm like yes, yes. i'm just like Fuck all these people. 
<laughs> They're the awful. more expensive the dress, the less fabric involved. Have you noticed? Damn it to hell! I- uh, <laughs> that's science right there. So I'm ex- I'm exposed to a lot of shit. Panina like. Tournay, you know all about Panina Tournay. But um, I'm 100 <laughs> percent obsessed with uh, Mercedes Man. Mercedes Man. You Is mentioned this last or? week, and I wrote it down, and I have not investigated further. Can it, you tell me a little bit more about Mercedes okay. Man? Mercedes Man is. Now, first of all, it's super weird. It's on Hulu, right? It's an AT&T production. <laughs> well, it's not that. When you think about it, it's not that weird. I think I mentioned this last week. AT&T owns Time Warner for okay. the time being. So, I mean, it's, you know, they just slap a different name on it. Right. And um, the lead character is Brendan Gleeson. Okay. Who I just love. I think he's one of the greatest actors of all time. And it's based on a Stephen King novel. Don't let that chase you away. Ah, <laughs> oh, because I like Stephen King. Uh, so basically, it's it's uh, the first episode. You're watching it, and there's a bunch of people uh, lined up at a at, at a uh, job fair, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, seems like what's going on right now and job fairs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and they're all like outside, including a mom and her baby. And they are like, when to get in to try to get a job. And then all That's of a sudden what a job fair is. Yeah. Right. Well, no, but uh-huh. May I? Go ahead. Okay. I wish you excuse me, Mister Interrupter. I'm, listen, believe me, I'm dying for you to get to this. Anyway, all right. So, some, some, uh, please, for the love of God, some headlights light up. There's a guy in a clown mask, and he just drives through this line and okay. kills like and kills like 68 people. Oh no, their jobs. <laughs> Everyone in, ahead of them in line was like, yes, less competition. Less no. competition. <laughs> that's, that's no, they're all dead. Fewer people no, getting the, my admin position. You guys, the job, <laughs> the job expo is canceled. Oh, Because everybody's dead. Oh, yeah. no. But, well, I, I can see you're going to need at least 11 episodes for this. Eh? But, no, but so, <laughs> trying to but reschedule like, the expo. No, no, no. That's not how it goes. Find a new venue. You know what? (laughs) Fuck you guys. Make sure there's adequate protection from this happening again. Look, we we just wanted to know what the show's about. And you started (laughs) started down this this weird trail that Grandma Barnson took six years to tell us what Mercedes is is No, because it's exactly how would you start to watch the show? Well, I want to watch the show. I don't want you to tell me What's what the, the sh- elevator pitch, please. Yeah, give me okay. the pitch. You know, there's All a right. reason why targets have those big concrete balls in front of them so no one can drive in and kill people during a right. job fair. See, they've thought about this. Okay. Oh, they've experienced so, people driving into their buildings. At- well, What's and at like uh, the uh, soccer stadium, the Manchester soccer stadium. It's like there's, yep. <laughs> I'll just so wait. What's, so what's the elevator pitch? Go. <laughs> All right. Elevator pitch. Brendan Gleeson is the lead detective on this shit. Becomes a total alcoholic. Obsessed 
with finding this killer. The killer is obsessed Ding. with floor with, four. <laughs> you know what? Fuck wow. you guys. This is a tough crowd today. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you like Brendan Gleeson, <laughs> and if you like, oh, I'm taken away. Is that Brendan Gleeson is in this? Brendan Gleeson is fantastic in it. There's a uh. sympathy. There's an oddly sympathetic serial killer in it. Mm-hmm. It's creepy as fuck. Okay. And uh, it's it's good. Watch All it. Right. Okay. What's it on? Cool. Hulu. Hulu. Okay. All right. Yeah, I said that. Thanks for listening, Lee. I was <laughs> paying attention. I was I'll crank you, up. I'll crank up my Hulu and uh, we'll watch <sighs> it. Uh, Tony, what are you consuming? I already did mine. Oh, you did. That's <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's my fault. One thing it's I my did, fault. One thing I did want to say though is uh, on oh. the DC Universe app, uh, I'm ten. That's still out of- up. Yeah, it's just comics now. I'm 10 out of 12 comics into the uh, Doomsday, Watchmen Doomsday thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's really cool. Oh, uh, I, I enjoyed that read. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, let's get to uh, games. Now, I've got uh, about Wait. a game here. Um, Did we get you know these... bullshit! <laughs> Did we get Lee's? What is Lee consuming? Yeah, oh, Lee. Lee, what are you consuming? Yes. I just... Don't steroids. So, <laughs> steroids. Yeah, steroids and antibiotics so that I can breathe. Uh, <laughs> while I was on my deathbed on Tuesday and Wednesday, I read all the Hellboy comics. That was cool. Ooh. Oh, those are good. And then good my wife has rediscovered the greatest TV show of all time with the best writing, the best cast, the best dialogue, and the worst soundtrack. Boston Friends. Legal. Boston Legal. <laughs> Boston Legal is like has such a, a good soundtrack? show. And it's you learn you learn how good Shatner actually is with good material, and I love that show so much. But the soundtrack sounds like foleyed porn. Oh, yes. So you'll be and like what? Shatner and, will say oh, something. You'll be like you guys Danny Craig, and then before. somebody will say something else, and then somebody will be like, ow, 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 ow. It's um, bad. Who is that horrible piano player that works in the uh, bar downstairs? Oh, oh uh, that was Allie McBeal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I what say... I learned? <clears throat> uh, Go ahead. M- this turn. is wholly unrelated. Uh, you know that movie, You, Me, and Dupree? Mm-hmm. No. One of my favorite that. movies from 2006, directed I'm by sorry. the Russo brothers. Oh, this is unrelated. You're right. Here's one of my favorite drops from Boston Legal. Here we go. Adultery is a crime in the state of Utah, as is fornication out of wedlock. Very funny. All right. <laughs> one, I, I and did, speaking of it. soundtracks that pull me out of things, we started Pen15, and I can't watch that show because oh. it reminds me too much of middle school. I it had just, every outfit, every outfit that they're wearing, every experience it, they have. Oh, it's it me hurts. in junior high. Me. It, oh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It, oh. I, yeah, there, I mean, there are times I'm watching it, enjoying it, and then I'm just going, oh. Yep. Oh, that that's, song? Ooh. I remember being 12 and in junior high. That yeah. also, ugh. Yeah. What? Uh, Carrie, that's what have you other... been consuming? Yeah, Carrie. <laughs> uh, I only, uh, I've been not trying. Not fruit. I've been trying, not fruit, no. <laughs> I've been trying to work my way through Doom Patrol, and I'm now to the season finale of season one. So oh, I'm yeah. There. And uh, that show always is is a wonderful surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and That's then, of course, uh, Star Trek 
Mandalorian. I've been loving that. But I watched a movie called His House, which is a scary little movie about uh, these immigrants who are sent uh, or who make it to London. Immigrants! And, uh, yeah. And then they uh, they are put in, in housing, as the British do. You know, they, they take care of things. Housing! And, and then the house uh, is haunted. Oh, no. Ooh. But is it? I'll just leave it at that. Uh, It's got, uh, uh, what's her name, sister from um, uh, uh, Lovecraft? Mary-Kate Olsen. (laughs) Journey Smollett? Journey Smollett's sister, Ruby. Ruby? Yeah, is the star. I don't remember her. Uh, Oh, guys. The one that that turned into a white woman. You know that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's very good in it. Uh, Okay, so games. Uh, I found this. And I found, it, I found it interesting. This is that Star Wars VR that they're making right now called Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Ooh, very excited. Um, apparently part of it, I mean, it's, it's going to be centered around the Batu Cantina, uh, that whole thing. But one of the things that you can do in it, apparently, is you can be trained by Yoda. How to use the Force. Oh, some so, time. That war criminal. On. <laughs> yeah, that worked for me. Um, it's it's in the first installment of the series. It's called Temple of Darkness. Players will be transported hundreds of years before the events of Star Wars movies to see mm-hmm. the Jedi in their prime, and become a Padawan of Yoda. Now they had Frank Oz come in. I don't. It does not say whether he's doing the voice, but I'm pretty sure he is. But the the game makers talked to Frank Oz about Yoda, and they had to after talking with him. They changed just about everything in their approach as far as really? Yoda goes. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's what he said. We were fortunate. Oh, it says to record Frank Oz for this. And the conversation with Frank Oz and his perspective on who Yoda was as a character fundamentally made us rethink how we were approaching the character in the game and in the publishing in the book, uh, The High Republic, which is coming up. Uh, the kind of reaction wouldn't happen if, if if there wasn't that sort of porous intersection between the two media types. That whole thing was the most surreal experience. You know, you're talking to the Jedi Master, right? But you're also talking to Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear all at once. <laughs> he says, we started talking about Yoda, and, he's, and he goes around the room, and he's like, everybody tell me one word that you think Yoda means. And one guy said wisdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody said old age. We heard Annoying. the word. We heard the word powerful. War criminal. And then Frank <laughs> Oz says, words. Frank Oz said, all of those are okay, but I don't think you guys are getting it. The word that he came to, Green. and this 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 changed what we were going to do with Tom. the game and the book. Wrinkles. He says, when you think about Yoda oh. and everything that he does, the way that he walks and how he moves, the world that he's been in, it's really Wait. been all about struggle. Hmm. Okay. Confusing. Struggle is the word. He says, what, the, what's beautiful about Yoda's struggle is, is that the struggle is to maintain and try to keep good in the world. And that can be hard. It weighs you down. Uh, he was really adamant that Yoda was not out there being a badass and fighting and everything super cool, like he's some sort of rad ninja. He's this strong little guy. He's worked extra hard because he's a little guy to do this. He says, so when we looked at Yoda through that lens, it changed everything. So that's how they are approaching the game and uh, the new books. Uh, with Yoda, uh, I wonder of Darkness if, and all that stuff. I wonder if he hated that fight scene with Yoda and Count Dooku. Because hmm. he's Should pretty much Darth an Darth awesome Binks. little ninja in that. Should have been Darth Darth Binks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say, like, if I the one word I would uh, say about Yoda, isolation. Yeah? 
you know, mm-hmm. and, do that, sure. and then piggyback, and then, and then even look at the uh, the child, right? Mm-hmm. He's isolated mm-hmm. as well. Oh yeah, it's, no, yeah. he's got Mando. No, <laughs> isolated from his kind, but, he, but he's isolated. He's scared as fuck. Yeah, all the uh, time. All right, uh, let's see. We got uh, any movies to review, or did we do that? Yeah, we did do that. Kind of. Yeah, I hope I got nothing. <laughs> uh, games then, Tony. What do you Yeah, got? we got a couple games coming out this week. Um, most of the games are going to be coming out next week and and, uh, and two weeks after that because that's when the uh, new consoles launch, oh. November 10th and November 12th. Uh, so this week, though, we have a couple games, uh, something uh, on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC called Chicken Police. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I it is. Am, I don't need to know. I'm in Chicken Police, <laughs> and then uh, you know, for your for your little ones, we got a new Paw Patrol game. Paw Patrol Mighty yes. Pups Save uh, Adventure yes. Bay. Yes. And uh, we got also a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered Edition. Need for Speed Hot Hot Pursuit came out oh, a long time ago. As far as video games are concerned, it's I think really like, weird knowing there's new consoles coming out for the first time since the PS One. I'm not buying one. Hmm. Not yet. No, I, <laughs> hot, I haven't turned take. on my PS Four in over a year. Wow. There's just no right, point. Then. That's going to buy an elliptical trainer and that Spider-Man <laughs> game looks awesome. I, uh, that's the one I pre-ordered. Yeah. Uh, and then this week, also, if you're into the rally sport racing games, you got your. You know, small compact cars flying around dirt tracks. We got Dirt Five coming out. If that's what you're into, that's it. I found a uh, scene from Chicken Police. Oh, yeah, I just found it here. Oh, it gets really, it gets really intense here. Start arguing. Yeah. So, I just uh, pre-ordered the PS5 now because so, based on that. Cab, carry on fluent and chicken. Yes. That was a domestic violence call. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kept trying to get the last word. Oh, I think you're right. That's dinner is served. That was that time that uh, Sean Connery fucked a chicken. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, uh, Mr. B, if you would please. Wherever this ham goes, it goes with me. Mm-hmm.